What is up, everybody? My name is LC, and this is the LC Gaming Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. This weekly podcast is dedicated to gaming and Twitch news. Today is the debut episode of this podcast, so let me take time to explain what this podcast and me are all about. First of all, I will be taking the time to go over a couple of the major headlines of the gaming community over the last seven days. I will read the headlines, read the article's points, and discuss my thoughts with you. Second, as the podcast grows and moves along, I will be having regular guests on the show to talk about many different things. Most of my guests to start with will be Twitch streamers that I've discovered and are popular in the streaming community. Last but not least, as time rolls on and we get closer to E3 and the convention season, we will go into detail about rumors and events that pique my interest. At the end of every show, I will be giving out my email address to you, the tasty listener, so you can ask me questions. I'll answer your questions on headlines, rumors, and links, and if you want my opinion on something Twitch or gaming related, I'll give it to you. Now let's get things started, let's dive in here. Uh, First of all, uh, we need to talk about what Battlefield 1 is doing. It's not brand new, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. Now, premium passes and season passes, they're a little bit different. Uh, Season passes label-wise are mainly for games that are single or co-op and they really don't have a lot of things to do online. Premium passes have been majorly for first-person shooters uh, for the most part, but there are some games out there like MMOs and stuff like that that use premium passes, and it's specifically for the bulk purchase of DLC or anything else that the game wants to come out with and release. So what Battlefield 1 is doing, uh, DICE has announced today that they're going to test this thing called Premium Friends. It's not dead set that they're going to use this, but they're wanting to get their feet wet and see how the Battlefield community responds to this. So what Premium Friends is, is that it allows players to access all DLC maps as long as at least one of the party members owns the game's $50 Premium Pass. Kind of sounds almost too good to be true, because there's groups of friends who always play together, could in theory pool their money together and have one person buy the DLC, but there's a caveat to this, so this is actually what DICE is doing now will keep people from, in a sense, stealing from them. Uh, So what happens is, as you move along and you progress through the game, and you have it for a while, just like any other developer, they release DLC maps. Uh, What Premium Friends is allowing people to do is test the DLC and the maps to see if it's worth the $15 purchase for that group of maps or if it's worth the $50 purchase for the Premium Pass for themselves. But like I said, it's kind of like a taste. What they're doing is that they are not allowing players who don't have the premium pass to move up in the game. You will not be ranking up through XP, you will not be unlocking the new weapons, and you will not be using the new vehicles or elite class. But they have what's called an XP bank. Now this XP bank allows you to rack up this XP so that if you do decide to purchase the DLC or the premium pass, then they will give you all of the XP that you would have earned 
if you owned it while you were playing it in the premium friends. So if you're, if a buddy in your squad has premium friends, you're starting to play on the new maps that you don't own yet, you will not be earning any of the XP, but two, three days down the road, you've earned about 50,000 XP points. You decide that you want to purchase it. When you purchase it, you will be gifted that 50,000 XP points that you earned over the previous three days. So I think that's pretty cool. Now, like I said earlier, it's not new. ID Software's Doom does something very similar to this without the XP restrictions, uh, which is preferable, but it, like I said, it's still a step in the right direction. This test run started yesterday on uh, March 30th. They did not say how long it was going to run or how long they were going to be testing it, but DICE's blog said that we will pay close attention to our feedback on premium friends it's our goal to work towards molding this feature into something that embodies our commitment to you our amazing community so you know for the longest time i know a lot of players have complained about dice and ea not really caring about what their gaming community does for them and to be honest with you, as a pretty heavy Battlefield player myself, I was in that boat. I really felt like EA and DICE didn't give a crap about the players. And to, in my opinion, with good reason. I It seems like daily their servers are down or they're having issues with battle packs. And it's just, it's getting ridiculous. But at, at least they're taking a step towards showing their players that they really do think of them and they really do care. So we'll see how that comes out. And uh, we'll keep a check on that and keep a uh, close eye on that. And, and we'll update you as more news comes out. Now I want to move over to Twitch. Uh, last month, uh, Twitch announced that they were going to release a thing called Twitch Crates. And what's funny about this is that it was kind of a double reveal, and I don't know if they intended it that way, but that's what happened. Um, now, if you're not familiar with Twitch, what Twitch is, is it's a streaming community. Uh, you can go on to twitch.tv, create a profile, and you can start streaming your games over the internet. The difference is, with it just being like a YouTube channel, is that the fact that that you're live. You're streaming live and people can come in and watch you and talk to you with a chat box and you can respond to them uh, with a with voice like a microphone or a headset uh, depending on where you're streaming it from. Now Twitch supports PlayStation, PC, and Xbox and some mobile platforms depending on the game. So as we get into describing kind of what Twitch is doing with their crates, we're going to find out that Twitch decided that they wanted to also be a platform for you to purchase your games from. Kind of like Steam or Origin or Uplay. So what's going to happen? We'll start from the beginning. If you get into Twitch and, and say you're already a member and you are watching your favorite streamer uh, stream um, Horizon New Dawn. Let's take that for example. In the top left corner of the screen there is going to be a purple insignia twitch insignia and then in blue letters it's going to say get it on twitch and what happens is that particular game horizon zero dawn in this instance will be for sale through twitch now i don't know how they're going to sell it yet they haven't really said but seeing as how twitch is owned by amazon i would venture to guess that they may use amazon as their outlet for buying the game so once you click on that 
depending on the game in this case, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to probably cost you 50 bucks. 5% of that will go to the streamer. Uh, so it's kind of like a commission that they'll make a commission off of how many people buy that game from their stream, which is pretty neat. Some of these streamers are part-time streamers that they really don't care about the money. They're doing it for the fun and they're doing it for the community and to be able to talk to people that come in and watch them. On the other hand, there are full-time streamers that this is their income. This is how they're paying their bills. And so being able to give that 5%, which on a $50 game is only $2.50, it's still better than nothing. And being able to give them another outlet on making money is going to be awesome. Now back to the crates, what happens is that when you purchase this game for 50 bucks, you get a Twitch crate. Inside of the Twitch crate uh, will be a variety of things from emotes to bits to chat insignias or badges, they call them. Now, if you don't know what any of those things are, we can break them down to where your, your chat badges are something that's next to your screen name, what you would use to chat to the streamer in the chat box, and there would be this badge next to your name. And I'm sure that they're going to be all sorts of different designs like pictures or something that's dedicated to a specific game. So that's going to be pretty neat. They also have what's called bits. Bits are a form of donation to the streamer. And they come across the stream and you get to type in this little message to them. Tells them how much you like them or whatever. And then there are emotes. Emotes on Twitch are like emojis in your phone. They're little pictures of how you feel, obviously. The cool thing about this is the rarity of certain items in the Twitch crate are not going to change based on how much you spend. So if you spend $50 on a game and get your $50 Twitch crate, and a buddy of yours spends $5 on a game and he gets a Twitch crate, he may have more rare stuff than you the percentage chance of you getting rare does not change based on how much you spend. So I think that's pretty neat. Uh, it gives some of the you know players out there who don't have a packed wallet a chance to get some pretty cool things. Uh, later on, they'll be users will be able to toss them into their inventory, which they don't have that out yet. You won't have to open your Twitch crate right off the bat if you don't want to. There's one thing that they're skipping on right now, and this is new, so I'm sure there's going to be some bugs, but they're skipping on being able to trade in or sell items because there's obviously there's going to be a chance that you get multiples of the same item. So it would be nice to see that you are able to trade emotes with somebody or you know, you have a, an extra badge that somebody else really wants. It would be cool if you'd be able to trade it with them or they'd be able to purchase it from you or something like that. I'd, I'd like to see that in the future, but I, I think it's a step in a, a really cool direction for them. The fact that, that they're getting into the game purchasing side of it. Uh, now, they don't have a list of games that you're able to buy yet. Remember, Horizon Zero Dawn was just a example. Uh, they don't have that game, as far as I know, that's able to be bought from Twitch yet. But there are some developers that have signed on, including Ubisoft, Telltale, Tryon. So it's, it, I think it's going to grow. I think it's going to be a good thing, and that's something else that we'll be able to keep track of and watch and see how they grow and kind of gather more information as it, as it moves along. 
Now, the last thing I'd like to talk to everybody about today is the free games that you get with PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold. Now, these start on April 1st, which is tomorrow. Your list of PlayStation games runs you just shy of $65 if you were paying outright, and the Games with Gold on Xbox would run you about $85. So let's get into these games. On PlayStation Plus, you have Drawn to Death, Lovers in a Dangerous Space-Time, 10 Second Ninja X, and Curses and Chaos. Now those four games are PlayStation 4 games, but you're also available to get two PlayStation 3 backwards compatible games, including Invisimals, The Lost Kingdom, and Alien Rage. Now on the Xbox side of Games with Gold, you're getting two Xbox One standard games and two Xbox 360 backwards compatible games. Your Xbox One games are Rise Son of Rome, which was released day one with the Xbox One console, and The Walking Dead Season 2, which is a $25 value. And then your Xbox 360 backwards compatible games includes Darksiders and Assassin's Creed Revelations. So remember, those start at the 1st of April. And up until then, you still are able to get quite a few games on your console. Until then, for PlayStation currently, the last day, you get Disc Jam, Tearaway Unfolded, Severed for the Vita, and Lumos. And you also get Earth Defense Force 2025 from the PlayStation 3, and Undernight in Birth for the PlayStation 3. On Xbox, you get Layers of Fear, and Evolve, the Ultimate Edition, and then the two backwards compatible games from Xbox 360 are Borderlands 2 and Heavy Weapon. So remember, those are available until April, and then you get the games that we talked about just a few seconds ago. So again, I would like to thank everybody for joining me today. Um, Last for the podcast today, I'm going to hand out my email address to you. My email address is lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. One more time, that is lcgamingpodcast at gmail.com. What I want from you, the listener, I want you to email me and tell me how you thought I did today what you think I could change. If there's anything you thought was more important that I missed, go ahead and tell me. I'm all open for criticism. My podcast is here for you. I want to make you guys happy and I want to make it to where it's listenable and you guys will listen to me every weekend and tell your friends about me. That is how I'm going to get my name out there. I am telling my friends about this podcast and I'm hoping that they pass it along to you. And if they do so, please please email me and tell me that you heard of my podcast from so-and-so so so I can tell them thank you. Thank you for passing me around and thank you for getting my name out there. Now remember, I also want questions that pertain to my opinion on things. What you want me to rant and rave on a certain thing, ask me. If you've been looking for a news article for a couple months, you'd heard that a game was getting released and you hadn't heard anything about it since, ask me. I may know some information, and if not, I might be able to look it up for you. So keep that in mind when you're emailing me. So once again, everybody, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Keep in mind that every Friday I will be posting this LC Gaming podcast, and we will go over the news of the gaming world. Have a good day, and see you next week.